can stop me I'm in the zone, competition's none in the league of my own All about the W, I'ma bring it home When it's over with, I'ma be the king of the throne Now who can stop me, I'm in the zone Competition's none in the league of my own All about the W, I'ma bring it home When it's over with, I'ma be the king of the throne
you know, we knew going into the game that it was going to be a shootout, especially since our defense hasn't really stepped up, especially the secondary. They haven't really stepped up these past two weeks. So going into this game, we were like, oh, man, we probably going to get torched. You know, the corners are going to get torched. Then the Saints ended up um, starting P.J. Williams instead of King Crawley because of Crawley's bad game against the Browns. And mm-hmm. then uh, I was, I, when, I, when I first heard that, Big T, I said, oh, my God, here we go. Here we go. So going into going into the game, I was like, all right, cool. Maybe he got his confidence up. You know, he's starting, da-da-da. And the whole damn game, all I saw was the back of his jersey just getting torched by Calvin Ridley the whole fucking game. Like, come on, man. You know, like, you got to sit you got to sit your ass down or get better or do something. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. And then, you know, the thing about it, they ended up putting Ken Crawley back in the game, Big T. <laughs> and then uh, Lattimore, I will say this, though. Marshawn Lattimore, he put a lock on Julio Jones. He locked his ass down. Then next thing you know, the one play Julio, uh, Marshawn wasn't on Julio, it was Ken Crawley, a 70-yard bomb up the field with the catch on Ken Crawley. So it's just tough because it feels like Lattimore – you're asking Lattimore to cover – like, we need another Lattimore on our team. Because Ken Crawley, to me, you know, he's he's decent, but he just don't have no confidence right now. His confidence is shot. P.J. Yeah, Williams is just trash. Mm-hmm. He's trash to me. He's been trash. And I always said – and I've said that on this show before. He cannot cover. Okay? So, you have Calvin Ridley, a rookie in the NFL – He's fast, don't get me wrong. Came from Alabama. You have a rookie beating you. He had over over 150 yards on on P.J. Williams in the game. Three touchdowns. Like, are you serious? Then Patrick Robinson goes down in the game, and he's out for the season. So now we really screwed. Yeah, we in trouble. You know? and, I, mm-hmm. I didn't, and I didn't want to start it off being negative, you know what I'm saying, because we did get the win. It was a good-ass game. You know, Mike Thomas did his thing. Drew Brees broke the completions record, you know. Um, and Alvin Kamara still doing his thing, catching balls out the backfield. You know, Ted Ginn had a nice touchdown. Cameron Meredith had a nice touchdown. Um, you know, Benjamin Watson had a solid game with two good catches in the game, like two awesome catches in the game. Um, and it's just like, the offense is the offense. We know the offense is going to do work. They're going to do work, okay? Especially when Ingram comes back next week against Washington. Oh, man. That's going to settle the whole team down. Reason number one is obviously you got a hard-pounding type running back that's going to come in, handle his business. They can they can definitely maintain the tempo of the game. Right, but also it leaves the defense on the sideline to catch a break. So the more you keep your defense off the field, obviously the better because they can't cover for shit, you know. But I don't know, man. I, it was a good game. I was I was very very happy that they got the win. We're two and one. Um, man, I just go back to that Tampa game and I'm like, man, we should have won that game, you know. Like we should we shouldn't have let them beat us, but. Hey, we're two and one. We got the New York Giants this week. The Giants are very, very susceptible, Big T. We can definitely throw on them. 
it's going to be another track meet, though. It's going to be one of those games, like last time we played the Giants, where I think I think Drew Brees threw for seven touchdowns that game. Yeah, I think um, it was like 50, 52 to be fifty-eight to fifty-two or something. It's a crazy score. I think like Odell that. had Odell had three, two touchdowns that game or something. But um, anyway, I don't care. I don't give a shit who's sticking who. You better you better have Marshawn Lattimore on Odell Beckham the whole game. I don't give a shit if he's on the right side, left side, back side. Have Lattimore on Odell. The person that's going to eat this week, though, is Sterling Shepard because P.J. Williams is going to end up sticking Sterling Shepard. Oh, man, he's going to be over. I'm I'm starting Sterling Shepard in fantasy this week for sure. C.C., <laughs> what were your thoughts on the Atlanta game? How, what were your feelings and your thoughts on it? Oh, my God. I enjoyed the whole game. Like, that's the kind of game that I feel football season is all about, that game that keeps you on your seat. You don't want to blow out, and you don't want a boring game like all the AFC games. So, everybody knows the NFC, uh, what we, the South is the best um, the best conference there is. They're always going to get a good game when it's a rivalry game. And just the fans the whole week leading up to the game, just talking about it, just with the hate week and everything. It just gave even more anticipation for the game. So it was just a really good game that kept you on your feet, that kept you on your toes the whole game. And I told my mom she didn't believe me because she thought I don't know nothing about football. But I told her, I said, the the team the uh, team that gets the ball the last, that's who's going to win this game. I said it's going to be a close game, just how it was just tit for tat the whole time. So it was just a really good game. You got to be proud of your offense and Drew Brees up with his two rushing touchdowns. Like, who thought Drew Brees would ever run the ball in for a one touchdown, let alone two? And then congratulations yep. to Mr. New Orleans himself, Mr. Drew Brees, for breaking his uh, for breaking the record. You know, everybody was all excited about that. A lot of fans was upset that he didn't get a bigger boom. But I was like, what did you expect in Atlanta? You really thought they were going to be like, yeah, let's honor Drew Brees, drop the confetti and everything. But it was cool for him breaking the record. I know he's going to break even more records, and everybody loves when he breaks them against Atlanta because that just gives them a little more to hate about with him. So it was just everything about this game was just the type of football game that you want. It wasn't as aggressive as you thought it would be with with both defense because you can't just say New Orleans defense was – slacking because Atlanta defense also was slacking because y'all let Drew Brees running in and Poole missed that tackle when probably everybody thought Drew Brees' head was going to get torn torn off and he ran in for that touchdown to tie tie the game up. So, yeah, that was the one to tie the game up. So, you know, everybody thought that. With the spin move. Right, with the spin. (laughs) That spin move that everybody was talking about Monday morning at work. Like, everybody hit a spin like, oh, I'm Drew Brees today. So, like, both defense was slacking, so that's what gave the offense that, that even more push to win the game. And Matt Ryan and Drew Brees was basically what was tit for tat, like each one of them with completions, with um, targeting, with just everything. They was both tit for tat. So I got to also give a hand clap to Matt Ryan for that game also, but a hand clap to the Saints for not turning the ball over. I swear, every time Michael Thomas got the ball – I was like, ooh, hold it, drop down, fall down, please fall. Don't try to get an extra yard and fumble this time. But like he said in one of his interviews, Coach Tatum told him, you know, when you get the rock, do what you do, but just try to protect the ball. So 
He protected the ball very well. Kamara took over in the fourth quarter. It was just everything you could have asked for in a football game, it was there in that game. Because every game after the Saints game that came on was just like, well, I don't want to watch this. After you finish watching the Saints game, you just won't right. watch no other game. That <laughs> <laughs> yep. was like a really good game on both sides. To me, defense stepped up in that last series when everybody just mm-hmm. knew all Matt Ryan had to do was just get in a field goal range and their kicker was going to steal the deal. But Defense stepped up and got that sack and got them off the field and they went into overtime. So kudos to defense for that for that uh, series that they did. But it was just a really good game, just all around to me. Special teams, everything. The special teams with a block kick and got the ball back for Drew. Like it was just everything that they did correctly this game. They corrected from the first two games, so they did it this game. So and shout and out to, to the Saints for that Hill. game. Of course, shout every out week. To Taysom Hill. That boy's a beast. He playing wide receiver, quarterback, <laughs> special teams, tight end. I mean, what else? I, I wish he could play corner because if he could, I know for sure ain't no receiver burning him I, down the field because that boy I, is bad. I swear I That's saw him. That's the white boy I've ever seen in my life. I swear I saw him on the sideline <laughs> giving out water, too, if I'm not mistaken. He definitely was. I definitely I saw him in the press box uh, with the coaches. Like, he was – he did everything. He did everything. Like I told you last week, Big T, he's that player that you tell where to where to go, and he's going to go and do a great job at it. So guess what? If y'all want him to play cornerback, I bet he'll lose a couple pounds and get downfield and get even faster and cover anybody that you ask him to cover. Yeah, he's, he's done a great job. The team as a whole, I, 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 if I had to give him a grade for this game, and it's hard for me to give him this grade, but I, I have to be real. I have to be honest about it. I give them a C minus. I mean, as far as the defense go, anyway, um, they they played hard. I mean, you look at some of the stats, and I'm, I'm gonna give you some stats here. Drew Brees went 39 of 49 for uh, 396 yards. And Nate, we always talk about if Drew Brees yep. threw over 40 passes, 83, 85 percent of the time they lose the game. Yep. Time he he held out and he he did good. He threw three touchdowns. Free game off, so he was 26 of 35 for 374 and five touchdowns. So, you know, you got to yeah. give him props. This 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 division, um, as CC said, is the best division in the league. I mean, it's almost like you look at the SEC, the East and West with Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Georgia. The SEC period is the best conference in college football. With NFC South. It's the best division in, in, in NFL football. Um, yep. I, I, I'm, I'm with Nate on this one. And we're talking about the cornerbacks with um, with PJ Williams not playing a good game. You got uh, Patrick. Uh, you got um, I might say Patrick Peterson. Uh, Patrick Robinson mm-hmm. going down with the, with the broken ankle now. Man, we 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 we're we're in a little trouble. I mean, it's not there's really anybody else. That we can go out and get. I mean, we might as well call Keenan Lewis if that's the case. Now, maybe he can come Keenan in and help. He's ready. He's been working out. What you mean, Keenan? He's been working out. He's ready. Keenan has been saying that. Keenan been saying that for the last three years. Though, I'm working at the playground though. <laughs> not gonna do that. You're not gonna do it to him like that, Nathan. But I'm maybe just saying though, that boy, that, that boy in Algiers at the playground. You know what I'm saying? So. 
I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they could give him a try. I mean, I, it wouldn't hurt. Give a try on. Call Keenan, man. Y'all give Keenan a little to try. He he was a beast his first year, in in the second, most of the second year before he got hurt. But we need help, and and some of the guys they brought in, I don't know if they're gonna be able to help us, man. Um, I was really excited. I finally talked to him last week, CC. I talked about Cam Jordan. Want to see him show up, and he got two sacks. Big shout out to him. He had uh, five tackles and two sacks. Uh, oh yeah, and shout threw, out to and I don't know if y'all. I don't know if y'all. I don't know if y'all seen mm-hmm. the retweet that I had retweeted about him blasting the tight end, and he just retweeted oh, that and commented on it. That was I nasty. was like, oh my right. God! He said the tight end can't run his route if he ain't, if his feet ain't on the ground. He I was like, oh shit! Man, that yeah. was so big shout out to him, man. That's my homie. Definitely blew him up. And um, like yeah, CC was about to say, a big shout out to Davenport for right. in his first yeah, rookie first sack. sack. Like that was exciting. <laughs> got his got his sack in for the season. Got him started. So all around, man, I'm, I'm looking at this um this game and. I, I'm happy we won. It was a, it was what, a nail biter. It kept you on the on the seat of your on the edge of your seat most of the game. Um, Atlanta's a team we hate. I know hate is a strong word. We definitely hate Atlanta, but I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them a little props. And usually I don't do this, but they probably give them props on Man, give them props for what? You didn't see the stadium? Half the stadium was empty for a rivalry. They, they gave y'all that run, that push that y'all need. Tampa Bay did the same thing, and they pushed y'all. Like the Saints could have won that Tampa Bay game, like you said, because if it, if the if the defense would have stepped up and wouldn't have let them get that yep. last first down that they got, y'all definitely would have got them off the field, and Drew Brees definitely would have threw a touchdown. So defense yep. stepped up with Atlanta, but Atlanta gave them the Saints that push that they need. Because if it was just a push around game, they could have beat y'all. Well, us, I ain't gonna say y'all, but, but they could but have the, beat the, the Saints. Key, okay. The, the key thing, the key thing to this game, though, that winning this game is to hopefully build confidence within the players, um, so that way they can definitely start getting, you know, getting on track and start putting a lot of wins together. Because usually, you know, when you get that one game against a team that you really dislike and that. You know, and you celebrate on their field, and and you know you hear you hear the stadium and half the stadium Saints fans, or eighty percent of the stadium is Saints fans. You know, on the road, you know it's kind of like a home game. So, you know, hopefully they can put all of that together in, in one ball, and kind of be like, all right, let's do it. Like we beat, we just beat Atlanta. They in our division. You know what I'm saying? They made it to the playoffs last year. They were in the Super Bowl what two three years ago. So. Man, let, let, let's get this thing rolling. You know, we got we got some winnable games. You know, we got the Giants coming up this Sunday in at MetLife Stadium in New York, but they're they're kind of mirror image of the Saints, not quarterback wise, but if you look at it, offensive wise, offense, you know, their offenses, their offensive line is obviously a little shaky. But what I mean is, like, if you look at Mike Thomas, they got Odell. All right, you look at. You know, you look at um, Sterling Shepard, you know, Saints got Ted Ginn or Cam Meredith. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, Saints got Alvin Kamara. They got Saquon Barkley. Like, the offense kind of resembles each other. Um, so, 
the it's going to be an offensive battle. It's going to come down to the same thing as what happened last week. If the same defense can get stops at critical moments in critical moments, then that's going to help them. But like I said, you're going to have Marshawn sticking uh, Odell. You're going to have P.J. Williams or King Crowley sticking Sterling Shepard. Luckily for us, their tight end is out. He's hurt. I think he's going to miss like half the season. So um, so that's, that's good for us. Um, but, you know, you got to stop Saquon Barkley. Now, one thing y'all didn't mention last week, which was really good, the Saints really shut down the run. They shut down Atlanta's run. I mean, oh, yeah, Kevin Coleman that. and the, guy, the backup runner, they weren't getting anything. I mean, they had probably had like maybe two, three good runs the whole game. But for the most part, man, they was backing the running backs in the backfield, make, giving them like two, three, four-yard losses. So shout-out to them for, you know, getting up and, and, and wrapping up and, and causing, you know, those negative plays for Atlanta. So the run defense was really, really solid last week. Um, and again, cornerback-wise, Lattimore definitely held his own. Ken Crowley just needs that confidence again. Uh, P.J. Williams, if they're going to end up putting him in a slot, we're screwed because, I mean, that dude just thinks he's the shit, and he's not. I mean, he's sitting there. He, he gets what, he gets a tackle, and he gets up, and he starts flexing. Like, dude, you're flexing on this play, but you just got raped on a, on a second on this on this play. Like, why you didn't do it on that play? You know what I'm saying? Like, when you got a wide receiver beating you in the end zone, you know, like, why you ain't get up and flex? Because you got burnt, right? But then when you get up. A simple little, a simple little tackle. When you get a simple little tackle, you get enough flexing. Like man, if you don't go sit your ass down somewhere, you fucking trash. And just coming so, with that flex is coming with a flag. So he usually get a like he thinks that yeah, he get a big play, and the, the flag is coming game, right after that. The whole game, I'm looking at the back of his jersey. Like, come on, man. The whole game, and then the one play, the one play that he really did solid at, and really held his own. They call pass interference. Like, come on, yep. bro. You know what I'm saying? So he definitely got to step his game up, you know. And the thing that the thing that kind of I think about, like, in my just just thinking about it, like, you know, like Lattimore's a beast, right? And we know Lattimore can knows what to do and this 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 that. But it's like, why why wouldn't he teach the same stuff that he knows to his teammates? You see what I'm saying? Like, why don't they have the same confidence as him? That's why I, that's that's the question. If I was in a locker room, I would ask like, listen, you know, your cornerbacks are struggling right now. You know, your teammates, CJ Williams, Carly, they seem like they're struggling right now. Is there anything you can do personally to show them um that would help boost their game up or their confidence up? Because right now, both of those dudes, you know, PJ Williams has confidence, but his confidence is getting his ass beat. <laughs> Crawley, Crawley don't have no type of confidence. So, um, I don't know. hopefully, you know, a lot of people say too that you know these players didn't really play in the preseason, and you know, and you know, the first couple of weeks in the regular season is just a preseason for the starters. Which you can you can say okay, they have a good point. But like I said, man, hopefully we can put put some games together where we can start winning. I mean, like I said, we got a good matchup with the Giants. The Giants' defense is 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 horrible. I mean, they're horrible. They're just like, I mean, if Dallas if Dallas can fucking put up twenty plus points on the Giants with no receivers, then the Saints definitely. You know, Drew about to put up a good forty. That's what I'm saying. Forty, fifty, something. Yeah, he's gonna he gonna put up some points. I mean, Mike Thomas might have two touchdowns this week for sure. 
for sure. But um, so that's what I'm looking for. I think, you know, since we're talking about that game coming up this week, I feel I really do feel like they'll pull out the win this week um, in New York. They know what they know what's at stake, especially after starting slow. They know like they got to get this W, and they know that once they come back to New Orleans and play Washington on Monday night, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a solid game regardless. They usually show up to the Sunday night games, um, you know, and coming home, and then Drew Brees might be breaking the passing record and this 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 that. So it's gonna be super hype for that Redskins game. But if they can get this win against the Giants this week. Beat the Redskins, going to the bye, four and one. You got Ingram back next week. You can, you know, slow the pace down a little bit. Have the defense not on the field as long. Um, I think they'll be straight. You know, obviously the second half of the schedule is tough. You know, you come out the bye against Baltimore, and you got the Rams, and you got you know teams like that. But I, I you know, Minnesota. I, I don't know. I, I looked at Minnesota against Buffalo, and I was like, oh, my God. I think the Saints really do got to get shot against them. That game was horrible. I was not expecting that with Minnesota. Now, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, before, you see them. I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, see, if you see Drew Brees leaping over a fucking Minnesota defender, boy, it's going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Drew leaping over really anybody, Drew running the ball at all is just amazing. So him leaping over somebody, they might as well go ahead and throw the Saints Day Super Bowl parade again because Drew leaping over somebody, baby, that means we straight in Atlanta, like going back to Atlanta and about to win the Super Bowl if Drew leaping Drew, over Drew learned it from Taysom Hill. That's what y'all don't know. He is. He, he I think he kind of felt a, li- a little that I could do it too, Taysom. What you mean? Like, I got this too. I I could run if I want to. I, I felt that. I got that from him. Because especially when Taysom uh, ran for that 35 yards, everybody thought that it was Drew Brees at first. Like, nobody paid attention. And they're like, wait, what Drew Brees oh, got that yeah. ass? And then they realized it was Taysom. They're like, oh, shit. That boy, okay. shot, that block, that boy shot through that hole so fast. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this dude's a beast. And then, you know, what would be funny is, like, they'd be trying to use the trick plays at the on the at the goal line and stuff with him. And you got Drew Brees uh, all the way out as a receiver. You know what I'm as saying? As a receiver. Like, <laughs> Man, they should have Taysom Hill just throw it to Brees just to see what happens. Like, let him run a little slant route and then, and then throw it to him to see what happens. and watch the dome. The ceiling is going to come off the dome if they do that Man, trick that play at home. Fire. Like <laughs> Drew Brees catches a touchdown. Man, that shit would be fire. The dome with the, the dome well, yeah, water. Well, yeah, big team, man. It was like you said, big team. It was a good win. Uh, we needed it. Couldn't start the season so, okay, one big and two Yep. Are you drinking the Kool Aid now? Not you. You're not drinking. Are you <laughs> sipping it? <laughs> not sure. I, 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 man, I made he, it. He was upset. I made the Kool Aid. While you was gone. I made the Kool Aid. I just haven't drunk any of it yet. And you know, I, and, you, and y'all, y'all, and y'all, lucky I had family problems the first two weeks because obviously we had a death in the family. But man, if I if if uh, if I was on the show those first two weeks, I would have went crazy. So, so you give me your thoughts on the on the Giants game. What are your feelings on this one, and, and what are you looking for um, out of out of the Saints team? I'm looking for a high-scoring game. I'm looking for Camara to show out because, like you said, they don't have a defense. So 
I'm looking for him to have a breakout game. Michael Thomas gonna flex on him either way. Like you said, he's gonna get a good two, three touchdown passes. So I'm excited about that. But I think I'm more excited to see what Odell Beckham is gonna do this game. Like, cause he had a big game against he had a a big game against Dallas, and then well, no, he didn't because Dallas won. I'm tripping. But I mean, a big game against the Texans. So excited to see what he's gonna do against some Saints. Um, I know a couple of people that was going to that game, and he was, and uh, they were like, "Hey, if I get arrested, we come and call you, cause no, this gonna no. be a big game." So, <laughs> no, my phone is gonna be on do not disturb anybody. Yep, no, so thank you. But um, I'm excited to see. I feel like defense kind of got their confidence with that last series with Atlanta. So I feel like, and they starting to talk their smack again on Twitter. So they got their little stride back. I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Everybody knows Eli Manning is going to get about three, four sacks. He's going to throw a couple interceptions. It's, it's not a game until he throws an interception. So I'm excited to see what defense is going to do that game also. Because, you know, offense is going to hold their own. They're going to, like we said, Drew going to score against them, against their defense. But I'm excited to see what our defense is going to uh, get their turnovers and take their pictures. She said it ain't a game till he throw an interception. Boy, that had me. Weak. It's not. I'm <laughs> telling you, you like, you know when Eli oh, said, and he gonna throw that first interception, and everybody's gonna be like, there he goes. Come on, get you know, in. you know, you know, me and Big T always talk about this every time we played him. But you know who he reminds us of? Who? Do you know? Who? Christopher Hello? Robbins. Christopher oh. Robin from Winnie the Pooh. Ah. Why? Uh, <laughs> why? I love Christopher Robin. <laughs> That's Eli Manning for you. Eli Manning. That's Eli Manning. <laughs> that poor yep, baby. That's him. Poor thing. So, but give yeah, me a score. so give me a score, Nada. What do you think the score going to be? Oh, man. Man, man, man. Um... I'm thinking honestly, I think that um it's gonna be like I don't know, about thirty I think it'll be thirty five to twenty four. I think they're gonna put up some points regardless. Um, you know, they're gonna try to put Odell on one of those corners, Crawley or or P J Williams, um, as a mismatch, so he's gonna end up getting a touchdown or two. But again, Sterling Shepard is gonna definitely do his thing, you know. So, I don't know, man. And I think, I think thirty-five, maybe. I think thirty-five, twenty-one, maybe. I say thirty-five, twenty-one, Saints. Okay. Cece, what you think? Give us, give us your score prediction. I'm definitely gonna say a high-scoring game with the Saints, so about thirty-five, forty-two for the Saints. Um. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a nice high-scoring game. I think they're gonna go tit for tat again. Um, with the Giants game. Okay. Hopefully not, but yeah. All right, I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, Saints. Oh my goodness, what what do I want to go with this? I'm gonna go Saints. Um, twenty-seven, thirteen. Saints. Okay. Twenty-seven, thirteen. So, those are four predictions for the Saints and Giants this week. On Sunday, 
going to be on uh, uh, CBS 3, 3.30, I think, if I'm not mistaken. 3.30. It's kind of 4 if you're here in the New Orleans area. There should be a lot of fun, so um, y'all check that one out. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. we got NFL news. we got some uh, Pelicans news. Training camp has started. The NBA is back. We are not going to talk about Woo! the State Warriors because mm-hmm. Nate is back. We're not going to talk about the Golden State Warriors. We'll talk about the Pelicans. <laughs> no one likes that team. Don't hate. Don't hate the We're team. We're going to take a break. You listen to Overtime Sports Talk, man, brought to you by Element Beverage Company. You can also check us out. Listen to us on the TuneIn app. Download us from your favorite uh, app store. Download TuneIn. Listen to us on the go. We'll be right back, right here on Overtime Sports Talk. TV Now gives you more for your thing. Get all the good stuff about TV without all the bad stuff. Yes. You can still stream your favorite shows yes. with no annual contract. Wait, what? It's live TV yes. with no satellites what? and no bulky hardware. No bulky hardware. Isn't that great news? Yes. yes. No. No. Try no. no. Direct TV Now for $10 a month for three months. More for your thing. That's our thing. Visit directtvnow.com. Barkeep, Bud Light's for everyone. Actually, um, I prefer a nice mead. Barkeep, Bud Light's for everyone and a mead. Is it autumnal? Bud Light's for everyone and one autumnal mead. Is it malty and full-bodied? Because I like it more. Cancel that mead. Bud Light, for the many, not the few. Dr. Gunter Zuloff. Did he solve Carmichael's totient conjecture? Yes. Yes, he did. But did he buy his car at drive time using the industry's smartest online tools? No. No, he did not. Dr. Gunter Zuloff was almost a genius. Get fast online financing and know your down payment. Shop over 15,000 vehicles at drivetime.com, the genius way to buy a car. Sunday, 3.30, 
on CBS. Let's go get them. Let's go get them. Later, let's jump into some uh, NFL news. We got a lot to talk about. Um, and, and I want to talk about, before we jump into the NFL news, I want to get you guys' feelings about these um, these penalties, these roughing the passer penalties. Have you noticed oh. that you can't touch the quarterback anymore? Oh. What the hell is going on? Yeah, Big T, it's, it's definitely horrible, man. I mean, you know, Clay Matthews got three penalties in three weeks uh, for roughing a passer. And, I mean, they've had, I think, over 36 to 40 roughing a passer um, calls this year. So, I mean, it's definitely up. Um, and, you know, the the rule is pretty stupid to me because it's like they don't want the player to put his body weight on the quarterback. But at the same time, when a player's coming at you 100 miles an hour, what do you expect? Like, he's going to he's gonna hit the quarterback. Like, that's just football. You know what I'm saying? They have Clay Matthews who's wrapping up at the waistline against Kirk Cousins, bringing him down. They call the penalty. Last week, he's wrapping up, and he's putting his helmet into the guy's shoulder, you know, trying to wrap him up, and they call it a penalty. You know, David Ajimata for the Saints, the first, what, the first game against Tampa Bay, he got hit with a bunch of calls. Um, second week against the Browns, he got hit with, I think, a call. I mean, they're fining him $40,000 for these hits, and it's like, listen, like, this is ridiculous. I mean, even Drew Brees came out uh, yesterday and said, or today, and was like, hey, you know, I don't agree with those uh, penalties because he's like, even though they favored a quarterback, you know, it's not, the, some of those calls are horrible, you know, so. The calls are horrible. It's making the game soft, like Clay Matthews said. And uh, they need to fix it, man, because, like, listen, it's football. If You, you know, we're not playing flag football, you know. They're going to hit people, you know, and it's just like, what do you expect a defensive player to do when his ultimate goal, especially on the D-line, is to sack the quarterback? Now, there you had, you had one guy with Miami who was going to sack the quarterback, and uh, he broke his – he tore his Achilles – trying to avoid not putting all his body weight on him. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's like, you know, so the the, the injuries are still going to come regardless. You might not be on a quarterback, but it might be on somebody else, you know. And it's funny because they put so much emphasis in, into this, you know, roughing the passer stuff. But nobody's even talking about what that old lineman did to Patrick Robinson, you know, chop blocking him and making his leg, you know, his ankle break. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's saying anything about that. But they're talking about Clay Matthews hitting the quarterback in the shoulder, wrapping him up by the waist. Like, come on, man. Come on. You know? CC, your thoughts. So, I don't know. To me, it's horrible. CC, your thoughts. I think the NFL, I feel the NFL is just getting soft. Like, just like anything else, they don't want you to touch the quarterback at all. But like Nato said, when you're running towards somebody full speed, how do I stop myself from not hitting you? You know, and most of the time, people don't mean it. They may try to stop themselves, and they'll just touch them. And, of course, they go to the quarterback, want to do a back roll and pull out and act like somebody hit him hard and so the refs could see so they can throw a flag. When they don't get the first down, throw the flag, automatic first down. So I just feel like the NFL is just getting soft. Like, they don't want you to touch no player. And that, to me, that goes with the passing interference rule. Like, thing, like they act like if the player's going up, like, you – can't touch them until the ball comes. But, hey, 
I got to wrap him up. I got to stop him from making a play. So I just feel like the NFL is getting very, very, very soft, like every other sport, because that's a lot of rules are changing in every sport to keep the player from getting hurt because they're worth so many millions, and you don't want the franchise to lose their star player and then start losing money because fans are not coming to see them. So, and everybody know most players come to see the quarterbacks a lot too. You want to, everybody want to see Drew Brees. Nobody want to see Drew Brees get hurt because a player then fell on him, like the Saints defense did. Um, Brett Farr and um, was Arizona's uh, quarterback that y'all heard me on won the Super Bowl. So you know nobody wants to see that. And I just feel like the NFL is getting a little bit soft. I feel like that rule is stupid. Everybody should get hit. Don't matter who you are, even players on the sideline should get hit from talking smack. But rules are rules. I think I figured out how we can fix this. How the NFL can fix this rule, and it will not have any more uh, rough in the passing. We're gonna do ten Mississippi. We're gonna have the quarterback get the ball. How you gonna hike the ball to the quarterback? We have a defensive lineman stand in front of him and count one Mississippi, two Mississippi. All the way to 10. If he hasn't got rid of the ball by 10 Mississippi, it's a sack. That way we don't touch him, and that there will not be a penalty. I think we can fix it that way. 10 seconds is too long. Right. 10 seconds. Big T, 10 seconds with our trash-ass cornerbacks, but we're going to be getting lit every game. Okay, we'll play five Mississippi. Like everybody's in the end zone. If we don't get rid of the ball by five Mississippi, we gonna the quarterback is sacked. That's the way we play the game now. Because I mean, you can't touch the they quarterback. Gotta, this is football. That's why you they gotta change the rule. They gotta change the rule back. They gotta change it. They gotta change it, man. They gotta change the rule. The rule is stupid. I mean, even our coaches like Tony Dungy and other coaches in the NFL, you know, who are in the NFL right now, like man, this is a horrible ass call. So they gotta change it, man. It's just taking the fun out the game, you know, and it's like. You don't know. Now you have to pay more attention to, you know, if they do get a sack, if the flag is around, um, when they're, th- you know, when they're getting the sack. So it's just, it's just retarded. It's just retarded. Yeah, it is. It is. So, so ladies, up until NFL news, man, what you got? What else you got? Man, um, I don't know if y'all heard, but uh, the defensive end for Minnesota, uh, Everson Griffin, they um, they actually took him to the hospital. Um, they said something's wrong with him mentally, and like the dude jumped out of the the ambulance and everything oh. while it was moving. They ended up putting him back. The cops came and they they ended up putting him back in the ambulance, but had to like shackle him down to the to the stretcher because it was like the dude was just tripping. Like how you jump out of an ambulance while it's moving? Hey. So the Vikings mental said, Don't illness come back is very real. Yeah, the Vikings were like. The Vikings are like, don't come back until you you know you get sit get your get your health up, you know improve your health because we don't want you back you know. But I'm like, damn. Now, but what are they doing to help him with that? Because as a team and an organization, as a brotherhood that they say that it is in football, what are they actually doing to find out what's going on? Because it could be a trigger, something at home that triggered that to happen. You know, it could be anything. So. They just probably have to really sit down and talk to him and figure out what was going on, you know, that made him trigger and jump off. Because nobody's just going to randomly just jump off the ambulance and stuff like that. Like, it could be something that's going on. And it could be what it's called, the CTC, uh, see whatever it is with the uh, when the players get the concussions and everything. 
Yeah, it could be that starting to affect. Yeah, it could be that starting to affect players now. Yeah, you get hit in your head since you've been playing pee wee football. Something up there isn't working properly. That's why I don't. I may be the only person. People may attack me for that. But I don't suggest children to play football before the age of 11, especially playing and getting hit. I'm sorry. They can play football, but don't get hit before the age of 11 because when you start playing peewee football, (laughs) that's a good way to start because when you start playing peewee football at the age of four and five, and you're getting hit by boys that are a little bit, that may be six or seven, but these little children are big. What happens when you get older? Let me say this. Mm -hmm. I started playing football when I was six. I think that's what's wrong with me now, too, I think. And I played all the way up until college. I think I may have a little of that CTE. Sometimes I act a little crazy. Ah, I'm crazy mm-hmm. right now. Like a lot of children, and that's why a lot of gymnasts, they start really young, and people wonder why they're so short. And that's because they bone stop um, developing because right. they were twisting and turning so much. So that's the same thing with football. These labors are getting hit when they're younger. So when they get older and in their 20s, and that's why a lot of people like retired football in their thirties, early thirties, you know, Look, late thirties, because they didn't got hit all their life. Nobody wants to get hit you, all their life. Like I said, I started playing when I was six. When I turned like twenty eight, my body had just gave yeah. up. My bone my muscles, my bones, everything was all screwed up. By the time I was thirty, thirty two, I, I barely could walk sometimes. So I look. No, no football yeah. for any so season. I, I feel like, yeah, I, I say that all the time. A lot of people be like, oh, when you have children, your little boy's going to be soft. I said, no, they're going to know the game and know the rules and know what they're supposed to do. So by the time when they get out on their field at the age of 10 and 11, they'll know what they need to do. Because when you start, your brain is still developing at five and six. Come on now. You're still learning. Like, it's no way you should be getting hit like that. And that could be a factor. Like, uh, Minnesota have to look into that. Like, when did he start playing football? How young was he? Like, when did this start happening? Is it something that's been happening? Y'all just noticing? You know, mental illness is a real thing. And I just realized that after reading and listening to a lot of people talk about it, it's a real, real, real thing. And people really need to go get checked out, especially people that's been playing football for a long time. Like, you know, something. What else yep. you got, Nita? Oh, man, just some, uh, some, you know, the Rams are 3-0, and they're definitely doing their thing right now. But um, they lost both their cornerbacks last week. Marcus Peters strained his calf in their, in their win on Sunday. And then Aqib Tlaib, they put Aqib Tlaib on injured reserve. He'll be back in like six to eight weeks. Um, so uh, they said Marcus Peters might play tomorrow night against the Vikings, but they're listing him as questionable. We'll see how that happens. If they both don't play, Diggs and Thielen are going to have a field day. Um, so watch out for that. I want to give a big shout-out to Baker Mayfield for getting Cleveland their first mm. win in 365 yes. days. Big shout-out to him, man. Um, the city of Cleveland was too amped up for their first win. You had guys jumping over docks trying to make it to the other side of the wall, falling in the water, <laughs> just wilding out. Yeah, like it was a Super Bowl. Um, so – Big shout-out to uh, 
Baker Mayfield. Also, two cornerback Rashard Breeland, who formerly was of the Redskins, just signed with the Green Bay Packers yesterday. Um, the Saints were actually going to look at him, but um, he hurried up and signed with Green Bay. It would have been nice if they could have got him. He's pretty solid. Um, the Arizona Cardinals have now named Josh Rosen their starting quarterback, um, as well as the Browns have named Baker Mayfield their starting quarterback. Um, man, big shout-out to the Detroit Lions for being the New England Patriots last Sunday night. Yeah. Um, what a way to see a guy who worked under Belichick give it to him. I mean, that defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, you know, formerly of the the Patriots, now the coach of Detroit, man, he knew every play that they were running. Everything locked them down. They locked them down. I mean, Brady had one of his worst games um, coming into the NFL. Gronkowski had one of his worst games. And then also, too, um, they said before the game, Adam Schefter reported that uh, the Patriots were going to trade Gronkowski to Detroit last year, but Gronkowski um, threatened to retire and said that he only, wherever Brady goes, he goes. So he, he like Brady's his quarterback and he ain't going nowhere. That would have been nuts. Because imagine, imagine, imagine Detroit's offense: Matthew Stafford, right, Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, uh, Kenny Galladay, and Gronkowski. That would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. Uh, Big shout-out to Adrian Peterson. He had a fire game last week, running for over 100 yards. Um, I mean, the dude still has it, man. Everybody, (laughs) Everybody's saying he's old and whatever. He definitely still has it. Y'all were saying that, too. What you mean, everybody? All the Sphinx players were saying it. Sphinx fans. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I see that. (laughs) So what do y'all uh, think he's gonna do it? when uh, the Redskins play the Saints? Though he gonna go off? What you think? With the defense, <laughs> that's the same <Saints> thing. <laughs> they might shut him down. You never know. But I don't know. He's on the Saints. He, if if you got him in fantasy, start him that week. Um, man, Jimmy Garoppolo tore his uh, ACL. He's out for the season. Uh, man, heartbreaking news for the Forty Niners. Yes. How they got to start? Now they got to start a guy named C.J. Beathard. Good luck with that. Uh, shout out to the Miami Dolphins. They are three and zero on the season, which we did not expect to happen. Um, that's crazy. I, I would have never expected that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Just a few uh, other notes. Um, I Aaron Rodgers, man. Aaron Rodgers hasn't looked the way he's supposed to look. I know he's hurt. Well, he got hurt week one. Yeah, he got hurt week one. And he said the longer he plays on it, the worse it'll get. So they may need to sit down. The worse it'll get. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Tampa Bay Bay safety Chris Conti, who got stiff-armed Monday night by the Steelers, uh, (laughs) the Steelers tight end, Vance McDonald. That was Um, nasty. He said he 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 was playing with a torn PCL in his knee in that game. I don't know if that's true. Maybe he's just trying to uh, make it seem like that. That's what that play wasn't. Uh, that's what, what we all it. do when we when we get messed over in the game. Oh man, I was hurt that game. I let that happen. Yeah, sure you did. Yep. 
I don't know. Get in the gym. I don't homie. know. But man, that stiff arm was something serious. <laughs> that really was horrible. That was that was disrespectful. Straight disrespect. Yes, very, very disrespectful. Very, very disrespectful. Also, too, speaking of the Steelers, they are trying to trade Le'Veon Bell. Um, they might rescind his franchise tender. And the New York Jets are the team that wants to trade for him. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, a lot of people are going off on him saying you're not being fair to the team and this, 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 that. But at the same time, the man wants his money. I don't blame him. They told him that they were going to give him a contract extension last year. They put him on a franchise tag. And then this year, you know, it was the time to do it, and they didn't do it. So he feels like they playing with him and his money, and he not showing up. So I don't blame him. I mean, yes. yeah, he's going to get paid. Yeah, he's going to get paid thirteen. He's going to get paid thirteen, fourteen million. But at the same time, he knows that he probably could get more than that. That's why he doesn't want to play because if he does go to a new team next year, he'll be fresh and he'll be ready to go. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, Jameis Winston returned to the Tampa Bay Bucks team. Um, they said that Fitzpatrick looks like he's going to start this week. So we'll see what happens. They'll probably end up pulling Fitzpatrick in the middle of the game because they are playing at Chicago. And mm. Mac is a beast. <laughs> he is. Um, he is. He, I mean, he's had a strip sack and a and a uh, interception every game this year. Like, that's some crazy stuff for a defensive end to do that. Big shout-out to him. And like I said, they'll probably end up putting Jameis Winston in um, by the time, by, the, by halftime, because you know Fitzpatrick, once he gets reckless, he starts throwing interceptions all over the field, which he did on Monday against the against the Steelers with three of them. So, but other than that, man, um, that's pretty much it. All right, that was our NFL news. Shout out to Nita for the NFL news. Now we're gonna go with CC. Let's jump on the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. What you got on the Pelicans this week? Oh. <laughs> Training camp has started. Everything is looking good. Like, I've been looking at a lot of the interviews with the players and everybody, and everybody is just so confident about the season. Everybody is shit-talking like I like. I love when players get confident. Um, Like, AD saying that, hey, I am the best. I took him to himself. He is the best player, the best dominant player right now. I love that. They finally got a good game today while they were playing against each other. So they had um, AD up against Okafor and everything. He said he he haven't um, went up against Randall yet. They've been playing on the same team, so they haven't been playing against each other yet. So I mean, I'm going to be paying close attention to that all week to see how that goes. Drew Holiday, of course, one of my favorite players, talking about working with um, Frank Jackson and working uh, with him underneath him, just showing him everything. He was like, he's just excited. Drew was another one talking smack. Was like he said, you know, first, uh, first defense, first team. De- what it is, first defensive team, all uh-huh. first defense. Yeah. So he was talking smack about that. And was like, I felt like I should have been all first offense team also. So hey, it's like, come on, Drew, talk your smack. So I'm excited about that. We're training camp starting. The 
preseason starts Friday. They have a couple games on Friday, but my my pals play on Sunday. They play Chicago, so I'm ready to see that. I'm excited because all the players are very excited to play in New Orleans. In all their interviews, they all say that they are excited to play with AD and Drew Holiday. Um, um, uh, shoot, what's his name? Peyton was saying, that's his name, Alpha Peyton? Yep. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. excited. He got a couple of reps in today, and Drew was talking about how explosive he was at the goal, just scoring, just something that we need on offense to add more points and everything, add more depth to the game. So I'm going to be looking out for that. But it was just all around just excitement, all around everybody's ready to play with each other. They say the mix-up together is excellent. They're working out who's the starting five is going to be, so I'm excited to see who that will be um, with Drew and AD. And I know they say Etuan Moore is going to be in that starter, so to find out who's going to be the other two, I'll see you on Sunday. All right. Yeah. Sunday, what time it starts? <laughs> well, no, they're not going to. They're going to play around a little bit. 6.30 on NBA TV. All right, cool, cool. If y'all don't have NBA TV, right. just follow me on Twitter, and I will probably be giving y'all a play-by-play, just a little raunchy a little bit. But, hey, y'all can follow me. I'm not that bad. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see how bad you is. <laughs> I don't get bad to the season start, Ned, and not to the season start. Then that's when all of the fantasy and everything come out and everything. But, you know, I'm going to be good preseason. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for basketball to come back. I am. I'm excited for it. I mean, Did you, know, you see the team picture yeah. with Golden State? Yes, I did. No Golden State. Yes, I did. Stuff in my phone. <laughs> yes, I did. Listen, it's gonna be. Listen, Golden State. We know they're gonna. You know they're gonna be in the Western Conference Finals. You know, I mean, it's gonna be them or Houston. Or it's gonna be that way. You know, I mean, Stephen A. Smith was on ESPN the other day saying, "Oh, it's gonna be Golden State and the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals." I don't know if that's going to happen because if the Lakers run into Houston um, in a first round or something like that, Houston's definitely going to take the Lakers out. Um, I mean, if if the Lakers run into the Pelicans first round, they might lose that. So you just never know. Um, But, listen, Golden State got a fire team. We all know who they got on their team. The East is – the thing I'm more excited about this year is not Golden State. I'm more excited to see who comes out the East. Yeah, we know it's not going to be a team. We know it's not going to be Cleveland. We know it's not going to be LeBron's not in the East. So it's it's up in there. You know what I'm saying? And I and I really feel Boston is definitely going to be that team. Um, I mean they got really? they got a solid team. I, I I like Philly too, Big T, but I really really like Boston. Reason being is their coach is a good ass coach, man. They got a good coach. I mean, and that dude knows how to coach. So um, he's like the Greg. He's like the younger version of Greg Popovich to me, in my eyes. So hmm. Um, hmm. yeah, he not yeah, that he, many close to come close to pop. Yeah, he's definitely a beast. I'm telling you. So big shout out to them, man. I mean, you got a starting five of Kyrie, Tatum, uh, Gordon Hayward, um, who else? Um, yeah, Brown. No, they got Brown. And then they got okay. um, Al Horford. Al Horford. I mean, okay. they got a nice starting five. So you got them. 
And then you got Toronto with Kawhi and his ugly ass laugh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that laugh it's was crazy. so good. I didn't think that would be his laugh. Like he never talks. He never says anything. And then he comes out and with his laugh, and then the world goes crazy. Y'all gonna make him go back to being a mute, like for real? Man, that laugh was so stupid, man. That, that shit's so dumb. Like, man, you can't get no faker than that. <laughs> I do want to give a big shout out though to D Wade for he's not retiring, so I, I figured I think this is gonna be his last season, so he's gonna do his farewell yep. tour like Kobe did. So I'm very excited to to go to the Miami game and see D Wade play in in person again, which I went to. Oh Jesus, that was years ago when he played with Miami, and it was the year Miami won the finals. Um, and it the uh, Pelicans had not the Pelicans. I'm sorry, the Hornets had played Miami that year in the playoffs, and um, so no, that wasn't uh-huh. they won. But uh, I'm trying to see. Got my years mixed up. But I have seen him in person a couple times playing, especially um when Miami played the Hornets in the playoffs when the Hornets was in the East. So I saw him his rookie year. I think that was when I first saw him play. So. So I definitely have to go yeah. to his and last also, game. And, it's Miami. And also, speaking of Miami, Miami's trying to acquire Jimmy Butler. Um, mm-hmm. They're trying to get Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler says that he, he, he wouldn't mind going to Miami, the Nets, or the Knicks. So we'll see what happens. I, to me, personally, you know, I don't know why he wants to go to those teams because I guess he doesn't like to win. I guess he doesn't ever want to win a championship in his career because he just well, – wants to be the superstar basketball player because if I'm a basketball player and I'm going to the East, I'm not going to Miami, the Nets, or the Knicks. <laughs> I'm going to Toronto. I'm going to, you know, Boston. I'm going to Philly. You know, I'm going to those teams. Not no, not the Miami Heat or the Nets. Come on, man. The Nets. The Nets. Did you see their team photo? Oh, my God. It looked yeah, like they had, it looked, it looked it like they had high like school players. Team. Yeah, it's like a JV team. team. Like, come on, man, what is y'all doing? Like, y'all could put me on the team, and I can score more points than y'all for real. And that's some that's some real hey, shit. You want to play football, or basketball, nigga? You said the Saints could put you on that corner, not the Brooklyn Nets could put you I on. I can't play. <laughs> what, what, what you want? I'm too slow. I'm too slow for corner. Y'all could just put me at the three point line, and I'm just slanging them holes. <laughs> oh, you one of them. Just pass me the ball yep. while I'm at the line, and I'm I'm gonna knock him down every think time. I, why you okay. why, why you think I like Curry so much? Because I shoot threes. So, but yeah, so definitely, man. But also too, man. Like you said, see, I'm I'm definitely looking to see what the Pelicans gonna do. I think they're gonna be straight, man. They got Julius Randle. They gonna that tempo. They want to push that ball up the court. You know, not having Cousins as we saw once he got hurt. You know, they were pushing that ball up that court, him, uh, Anthony Davis and Holiday, And now you got Julius Randle and Alfred Payton. I think it's going to be nice. They're going to be straight. Um, but what's your projections as far as how many games do they win this year? We're definitely going to win over 45 games in my um, in my eyes. Definitely looking like a good fifth, sixth, or seventh seed in the West. If you know, usually I say, "Hey, we about to win every game, and we're gonna be number one in the West." But I have to be realistic, so I am looking at that fifth, sixth, or seventh seed. With us winning at least in between forty-five to fifty-five games this year, and 
AD is pushing for that MVP, and like he said, he feels like he is the dominant, the most dominant player in the league, and he is because in the interview today that I watched with him and Randall, Randall laughing, but he was like, I was scared to play AD. When I had to play AD, I was like, really? I have to guard Anthony Davis tonight? And I thought that was crazy, but I'm I'm sure a lot of players say that every night with AD, so he is one of the dominant players in the league to me. So I am excited for this season, y'all. I'm already ordering my Pelicans apparel. I'm ready. Got tickets to the game. I am so ready for this season. And that game Sunday is here, right? No, it's in Chicago. Yes, it is. Is it in Chicago? Okay. Chicago, yeah. I look at my preseason. I look at my season and see what's going on. What game is here? I think the first home game they have in the preseason is Toronto, if if I'm not much. Uh oh, Kawhi bringing his laugh to that game. Because <laughs> I have tickets to that game. Oh, please don't do that. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> oh, I think the Pelicans uh do about forty. <clears throat> excuse me, about forty-seven games. Fifth, fourth or fifth in the. Um, I, I think I think they can they can get that fourth seed. It'll be nice. Get some home court advantage for the playoffs. So I'm going to say 47, 48 wins, um, maybe that fifth or fourth or fifth seed. Um, I think they'll be okay. It's realistic. It's not, it's not unrealistic. It's realistic. It's realistic. Um, before we do our picks for the night, Tulane Greenway play Memphis on Friday night, 7 p.m. at Yeoman Stadium. Um, we'll definitely be in the building for that. Friday night, 7 p.m., uh, we're going to be covering the game, so we'll be hanging out at Yoma Stadium. Tulane had a rough one last week against Ohio State. I think it was 56-6 last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We knew that was coming. Yeah, we knew that was coming. So uh, now we come home for two straight home games. Get it straight and um, just try to get the bowl game. So, again, yeah, it's uh, sure. Memphis, 7 o'clock Friday night. At Yeoman Stadium. So let's get it, man. Let's get these picks out of here so we can get out of here tonight, man. So let's jump on it. Thursday night game tomorrow night on Fox, NFL Network, and on Prime Video. We got the Minnesota Vikings at the Rams. Nader, who you got? I'm going to go upset alert. I'm going to go Vikings. Only reason why is because I think that, yeah, the corners, man, the corners are going to be a big loss for them. Um, they still can obviously put pressure on the quarterback with Sue and Donald, but I, I really do feel like Minnesota is going to give them a run for their money this week. So especially after that embarrassing loss to Buffalo last week, um, I think they're going to come out and start slinging that ball. So don't, I will say this. I want to pick the Rams, but don't be surprised if the Vikings win. Gotcha, gotcha. Cece, who you got on this one? I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going, even though they lost their two cornerbacks, I feel they're going to have some people that's going to step up to the plate. I'm definitely going to go with the Rams. Um, I'm going, I don't know. I'm going Rams also. I'm going Rams on this one also. All right, we got the Sunday game. The first uh, Sunday, the noon kickoffs. We have the Jets at the Jaguars. CC, who you got? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got the Jags. <laughs> Definitely got the Jags. Uh, I think Leonard Fournette. 
I think Leonard Fournette was um, he practiced at a limited basis this week so far, so he may play this week. So I think I'm yeah, going Jaguars. I think he's going to play this week. Yeah, okay, he's cool. Gonna play. So I'm, I'm definitely Jags. going Jags this week. This one here is going to be a game that I think is going to be I don't know, the Dolphins at the Patriots. Upset alert, Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins. Dolphins. We all picked the Dolphins. It's going to be a good one. All right, we got the Eagles at the Titans. Eagles. This is going to be this going to be a, that's going to be a good game. I got Carson Wentz in fantasy. Um, I'm going to go Eagles. I'm taking the Titans at home. Upset alert. We'll right. Super Bowl. Okay, upset the champ. Um, we got the Texans at the Colts. Colts. Definitely going Indiana. Though, uh, Indi- uh, even though Andrew Luck showed up on the injury report today, but I'm going to go Colts. Going Colts. All right, we got the Bills at the Packers. 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 All right. Uh, we got the Cowboys. Lions at Cowboys. Yeah, Lions. Lions. Going Lions also. Uh, Buccaneers at the Bears. Chicago. Chicago. That's going to be a tough one for me. I'm going Chicago. I looked at it and I was at work. Yeah, I was at work and I was like, oh, I'm going to go with the Bears, but I think I'm going to go with the Bucks. I, I'm really, I think I'm going to go with the Bucks this game. Oh, I'm going with the, the Bears, taking the Bears. Uh, we got the Bengals at the Falcons. <laughs> Bengals. Bengals. I never picked the I'm Falcons on this show in nine years. <laughs> <laughs> what you say, CC? I'm gonna I'm I'm go with the Falcons. My mama might put me out tonight, y'all, but I'm gonna go with the Falcons. Um, put out, put out. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got the Browns at the Raiders. Browns. I'm going Browns. Browns. Going Browns. Yep. Going Browns. All right. Uh, then we have the late, the the last late game before the the Sunday night game. The 49ers at the Chargers. 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 49ers just lost Garoppolo. Oh, yeah, Chargers. All right. Then we have the Sunday night event, the Ravens at the Steelers. I'm going to go Steelers. Ravens at Steelers. I'm going Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers also on this one. These are two teams that I like other than the Saints. I like the Ravens. I like the Steelers. But I'm taking the Steelers on this one. And the Monday night matchup, the Chiefs at the Broncos. I'm going Chiefs, man. Chiefs. Mahomes is, is out of this world. I'm, I'm, I'm going Broncos on this one. Home team, Monday night. I'm going Broncos. My brother's in the Broncos, so I've got to gotta go with the Broncos on this one. So that's what's <laughs> Big thing you right. skip one. But I, how do you skip one? What? what? How you skip? Well, we, we, we you did the same thing. Uh, <laughs> what happened? You skipped the Seahawks at the Cardinals. Oh, I'm, I skipped the Seahawks. I'm sorry, the Seahawks and the Cardinals. I'm sorry, I missed that one. I'm not, hey, that, that was an insignificant game. That's why I'm sorry. But I know you're a Seahawks oh, fan. Oh, wow. Because of, uh, That's Wilson. what we do. <laughs> uh, the, okay, the Seahawks and the Cardinals. You know. 
And we know you're going to see how it's CC, so we know how it's going. Of course. Russell Wilson? Of course. All right. In the NFL picks, man, um, y'all let us know what y'all think. Hit us up on uh, on on Twitter at uh, WTXG underscore sports. Let us know what you think about our picks. So, man, it's been a great show, another good show, man. What's your um, – uh, CC? Give us your final closing moments of the night show. What's up? Show, great energy. Looking forward to this Thanks game. Um, looking forward to my Pelicans playing Sunday. So when I get back on the show Wednesday, I'll have even more notes for everybody about the Pelicans game, my thoughts and my fears going into the season. So I'll be ready next Wednesday with the Pelicans talk. So, Nader, give your closing remarks. Man, just get a win. Saints, just get a win. And hopefully T.J. Williams and Crowley, y'all can open your eyes, look in the mirror, and see why y'all are both in the NFL. So, hopefully they can do their thing oh, this week. Wake, wake y'all ass up. <laughs> yeah. What you got? What you and got? Oh, before we close, I was going to say, everybody, you know, Southern's homecoming is this weekend, so if y'all going to be in BR for the LSU game, y'all know pass over there at home. Because Southern plays Elkhorn for homecoming. LSU. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna send a shout out to Southern University. Hopefully they win the uh, homecoming playing Alcorn State. Yes. So uh, shout out to the Southern University. Um, my final thoughts tonight is like Nate is saying, get a win. Let's do it big. Let's uh, let's bring it home and let's uh, beat the Giants, man. So uh, again. Thank y'all for listening to the show. Go to our website, WTXG Talk Radio. Also, uh, download the TuneIn app. Take us on a go with you. And uh, listen to all our replays, man. We're definitely going to give you the best sports talk on the net. So, oh, and before we leave out of here tonight, I want to send a big shout out to the whole WTXG Talk Radio family. It is our ninth year anniversary tonight. Yes, we want to just. Thank everyone for all their years of support, nine years of love and support. It's been awesome, man. And uh, we're trying to do another nine years plus. Uh, so de- definitely thank everyone who supported us over the years. So, again, thank y'all for listening. We will see y'all next Wednesday, 7 p.m., right here on Overtime Sports Talk. Who that? Let's go get it. Take me out of that At the top now But the bottom's where they found me at So if I'm down it's fast I'm like Dennis Rodman with the rebound When it come to bouncing back It's like the Bulls is at the draft And I'm 23 I might win it I feel bad for who's checking me Passing ahead of B That you can never be All about the W Like after the letter V They say they win But I ain't heard of them cats And since we talking about a winner I am certainly that Hey, hey, Came to play but now I'm turning them back Boy, slow, now I'm wearing tired jerseys.